You're listening to The Luxury Item, the podcast on the business of luxury and the people and companies that are shaping the future of the luxury industry. Here's your host, Scott Kerr. It feels like there's a new tequila brand coming out almost every week. That's not far from the truth, but there's a good reason that celebs and entrepreneurs have latched onto this spirits category. It shows no signs of slowing down. Recent figures from the Distilled Spirits Council of the U.S. says sales of luxury spirits grew 43% in the last year, with tequila and American whiskey leading the charge. Tequila saw a 75% annual growth rate in that time. Unsurprisingly, North America is the biggest market and currently accounts for about 42% of the global tequila market. One brand of tequila that essentially invented tequila's super premium and above category is Patron. Patron Tequila is one of the world's top super premium tequila brands and leads in the U.S. with 20% of a market valued at about $13 billion a year. Produced in Mexico, Patron Tequila was founded by entrepreneurs Martin Crowley and John Paul DeJoria in 1989. In 2018, Bacardi Limited, which already had a significant stake in Patron, took complete ownership of the brand. My guest on the luxury item is DJ Hagman, Vice President of Marketing for North America at Patron Tequila. DJ is an accomplished marketing professional with a demonstrated history of working in the spirits, luxury, and beauty industry in both global and local roles. Welcome to the luxury item, DJ. Thank you very much, Scott. Thank you so much for joining me. So exciting times in the tequila world. Tequila has just surpassed American whiskey in value terms to become the second most valuable spirit category in the U.S. So what do you think is behind this agave revolution? Incredibly exciting times for tequila. Um, and we're, we're so happy to be a big part of that, uh, that tequila revolution with Patron being the number one super premium brand in the world. Um, and actually, the forecasts are predicting that tequila will overtake um, vodka uh, in the next calendar year to become the number one category uh, in, in North America as well. So, uh, so incredibly exciting. I think there's a lot of factors that are dri- driving, uh, driving the growth of tequila. I think first and foremost, it's a fantastically versatile liquid. Uh, it's uh, tapping into trends of uh, well-being and authenticity that consumers care about. It's tapping into luxury and culture uh, as well. Uh, and of course, there's a, there's a big expansion of, of Mexican culture in, in food and, and, um, and entertainment and, and music and film and everything happening at the same time. So it's, it's a perfect storm that's, uh, that's really creating to this exciting category and, uh, and growth of tequila. And tequila also seems to be riding the broader spirits premiumization trend. Consumers are choosing more premium products in a quest for this unique, authentic consumption experience. Do you think with inflation and a looming recession, consumers will keep splurging on super premium tequila? It's a it's it's a tough question. Um, and, you know, we're watching it very carefully. But I think so far, all of the signs and indicators are showing that consumers still want quality products. Um, They are still looking for authentically uh, made products that they know the ingredients that are being used for them for Patron tequila. It's it's just our three natural ingredients, water, agave, and yeast, Um, no additives included. And, and, you know, we're seeing that consumers are still really um, interested in that message and also interested in the quality of Patron. We have seen some interesting trends of consumers possibly switching down to smaller sizes um, and buying more frequently, um, but they're also, you know, buying fewer uh, but better-made cocktails in uh, in the on-trade. 
um, it's really they're they're gravitating towards the brands that they know and trust um, and the brands that have the quality um, because if they're going to be spending their money, they want to make sure that they're doing it wisely. Every day you turn around and there's another celebrity with a tequila brand attached to his or her name. You know, how much of this crazy demand for tequila do you think has to do with the proliferation of these celebrity tequila brands? And they're, you know, they're using their massive social media followings to drive sales, whether it's LeBron or Dwayne The Rock Johnson or Ava Longoria, Nick Jonas, Kendall Jenner, Elon Musk, just to name a few, are all in the tequila game. Do you think that's also driving demand? It's certainly driving interest in the category. Um, and actually, you know, that's only a good thing for us. Um, it's, it's bringing more people into tequila, um, really establishing, you know, what we already knew, which is that tequila is a big part of culture, a big part of music. Um, you know, and, and Patron has always been a part of that culture as well um, with, our, with our long history in hip hop and, uh, and in music. Um, so I think the celebrities all in all are, are bringing a lot of interest and, and a lot of um, intrigue from consumers and a lot of trial into the category. Um, but I think ultimately what we'll see is that consumers will, you know, as they, as they explore the category, as they start to explore brands within that category, they will ultimately start to gravitate towards the brands that are um, authentically made uh, at one distillery um, that are, um, you know, made using uh, only the three natural ingredients of water, agave and yeast, um, using the traditional methods that Patron uses. So ultimately, I think consumers will gravitate, gravitate towards the, the quality of premium uh, authentic brand like Patron. So I want to go back to uh, the pandemic with tequila so closely tied to on-premise, you know, you would think the pandemic shutdown of bars and pubs would have totally crippled the tequila market, but that wasn't the case. Um, why was that? I think what we saw was that it really um, allowed consumers to explore tequila past it just being a, a, a high energy shots um, category. And so actually what they started to do was to really explore uh, different types of cocktails, um, explore the versatility of, of tequila. Um, of course, they were making, you know, the classic Patron margarita at home. Um, but then we also saw that they were starting to experiment into other cocktails like an espresso martini using Patron Añejo or even a Paloma using our Patron Reposado. Um, so there was really, you know, understanding the versatility of tequila um, that, that was happening at home. And the other thing that we saw was consumers really starting to explore the stories behind the brand. So spending time on websites, uh, spending time on review sites, um, spending time to uh, see what the experts had to say. And I think, you know, Patron was well suited for that with um, with our rich content and uh, and and information that we have available online. Um, and I think actually it helped to kind of tell our story to to a wider audience. Now, agave is the plant used in production of tequila. With this supercharged interest in tequila, there has become a finite supply of agave, which is driving up its price. So do you think there is a chance that if the supply challenges continue, it will lead to this bust cycle? The popularity of tequila has definitely put a, um, a, a strain on the, uh, on the total um, agave process. Um, I can't comment on, uh, on other brands, but what I can say is that at Patron, we feel very well equipped to, to be able to handle the increased demand. We have incredibly long-standing relationships and partnerships with our, um, with our um, farmers, some of them going back for 15 years. Um, you know, and we're still really dedicated to growing our agave in the right way, the sustainable way, um, not taking any shortcuts, ensuring the agave is hitting full maturity, et cetera. So 
yes, it's 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 definitely adding extra pressure, but at the same time, like with all the 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 things that Patron does in our process, we're not taking any shortcuts and we're really thinking about the long-term future of the brand and taking a long-term approach. And Patron positions itself. I mean, I've seen it super premium, ultra premium. What makes a tequila ultra premium or super premium besides the criteria of being 100% blue agave? So it's definitely the 100% Weber blue agave. Uh, that's a that's a key critical factor. Um, but for us, it's also about the the meticulous precision and the care that goes into producing our our amazing tequilas. You know, so it's all the way from the uh, the it, it's our full made by hand process that we take from start to finish. So it's the the hand harvesting of the agaves when they're mature. It's the um, you know placing them into the clay ovens to bake over a minimum of three days. Putting them into the um, into the t- uh, into the wheel to be crushed by the Tohono wheel, uh, and then you know the full kind of distillation happening in the small wood fermenters, uh, and then also finally distillation happening in the uh, the copper pot stills. So it's really a, a handmade process that that goes from start to finish, and that's what we find sets us up and uh, and sets us apart from competition. And Patron really has had an interesting background took the world by storm in the 90s with a very expensive 100% agave tequila. And back then, tequila really was a mainstream product that had this low-rent reputation. How did Patron succeed in creating an elite spirits brand in a category that was virtually non-existent? Yeah, you're right. We, we, we definitely changed the game. Uh, and actually, Patron has a real history of, um, of changing the game. Um, and, and we're going to continue to do that going forward as well with, uh, with some of our incredibly ex- innovations. But we did this originally by just really being dedicated to, to creating the world's best tequila. So when, you know, the rest of um, the, the, the category was was predominantly made out of mixed-o uh, tequilas, um, right. Patron was really the first tequila to be 100% Weber Blue Agave um, and, and really, you know, bringing that to, to a bigger market like North America. Um, and so we did that to, to, to really expand people's thinking about what tequila could be, show them the versatility of it, show them that it's more than just shots. It's actually made for sipping or for in cocktails where you can really sip and savor the liquid as well. So, you know, there was a lot of things that Patron did to to kind of establish this super premium category. This past holiday season, Patron launched a really powerful campaign. It was titled Our Hands, and it was a video ad that celebrates the master artisans who are responsible for handcrafting Patron tequila. The hands that compose Patron tequila compose this rhythmic beat of clapping hands throughout the ad. And the tagline is, you know, made by hand, crafted by passion. It seems like a departure from previous lifestyle-oriented campaigns. What were you hoping people would take away from the Patron brand from the Our Hands campaign? Yeah, it's a it's a really wonderful campaign, and we feel incredibly proud of it. Um, so thank you for uh, for for bringing that up. In the past, you know, uh, Patron has been much of a um, a status symbol, a, a badge, if you will, of status. But as our consumers have evolved, and as the definition of luxury has evolved, and consumers really wanting to know more about the authenticity and the way that products are made, et cetera. You know, we wanted to make sure to be able to tell our story at scale as well. Um, and so that's really where the thinking behind our hands came from. So it was really about showcasing to the world what it is that Patron has been doing for, for over 40 years. So it was shot on location at our, um, at our Patron Hacienda in Atontonilco, El Alto. 
over 20 days. As you already mentioned, it only featured our artisans, so people who actually work at the Hacienda Patron to, to make our handcrafted uh, tequila. And it really, you know, brought attention to our kind of USP, our unique selling point, the, the hands that are used to, to create Patron. Um, and so we really did that through that clapping rhythmic sound that you heard. And, and it actually has a nice kind of secondary meaning of being the heartbeat of the, uh, of the Hacienda, mm -hmm. um, you know, that, that kind of rhythm, rhythmic drumming that you have in the background. And it seems music has been key in building the Patron brand. Not only is Patron frequently name-checked in music lyrics and popular American hip-hop artists, along with your sister vodka brand, Grey Goose, you also have a big presence at music festivals across the country and sponsor concerts and music series. Why is Patron so deeply entrenched in the music industry? Absolutely. I think it goes back to our previous point around, you know, the the um, the acceptance of tequila in culture. Um, and you're absolutely right. It was, you know, Patron was one of the first brands to be adopted by by the music industry and especially by hip hop artists. And I'm sure you watched the Super Bowl halftime show yeah. on Sunday. Um, you know, of course, there was a uh, a fantastic mention from Rihanna. Couldn't couldn't deny that we were all smiling happily at watching at home as well. <laughs> And um, most recently, we've actually, you know, collaborated with some hip hop icons like Missy Elliott when we launched Patron El Alto in Las Vegas, uh, but also a recent collaboration with um, with the Grammy winning producer and artist Hitboy and uh, and Offset, who created a, a special anthem, a celebratory song for for El Alto called Two Live, which we released uh, mid January. And in the year ahead, we're really focused on continuing to drive our, our presence in music and, and in that cultural space as well. So you're right, we have a couple of fantastic live events that we're looking at, um, iconic event sponsorship as well, um, but also looking at, um, you know, really celebrating the 50th anniversary of hip hop, which is, uh, which is taking place this year. So we're just refining our plans and looking how we can be a bigger part of that as well. And, and kind of be part of that community that 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 adopted us so quickly. I want to talk to you about El Alto. So you officially entered the prestige market with its first foray into the luxury tequila space with El Alto. So can you talk about the new high-end Patron El Alto release? What's unique about it? Why a luxury tequila now? I mean, I can talk to you all day about El Alto. It's a, <laughs> it's a fantastic product. <laughs> So as you said, it's our first really, you know, foray into the prestige category, and and it took us a while to get there. Um, you know, El Alto took four years of development um, by our master distiller David Rodriguez to to craft the perfect liquid to um, to to that we would feel proud of to put out into the market. So the liquid is actually crafted from agaves, which are uh, harvested from the highest regions of Antonio El Alto. And it's these agaves at these high, high elevations that kind of have to strive harder. And so they actually capture and maintain more sugar content in them, which is where that natural sweetness in El Alto comes from. The actual, um, the actual blend of, of El Alto is actually comprised of um, uh, predominantly four-year-old extra Añejo tequila, and then blended with uh, Añejo and Reposito tequilas which are all aged to their maximum as well so it gives you an incredibly complex yet sweet and smooth taste um, and we've done all of that without any adding any additives so again hundred percent naturally pure tequila and we wanted to really show off how beautifully smooth and delicious a natural hundred um, uh, percent tequila could be 
So that was really our um, our key goal with El Alto. And of course, we're presenting that in a in a beautiful blue bottle. Uh, the blue is actually inspired by the Weber blue of the uh, of the agave plants. The shape of it, the bottle is inspired by the um, by the leaves uh, of the agave plant. The stopper of the bottle is uh, is is inspired by the Tahona wheel that we use to crush our agaves. Um, and then finally, the beautiful neck decoration is actually found as a um, as a beautiful decoration in our copper bar at the uh, at the Hacienda Patron as well. So do you see Patron further expanding its footprint in the luxury tequila space? I think we're going to continue to grow uh, El Alto because we think that there's a huge opportunity to, uh, to, to, to get more consumers to try this beautiful liquid. So a big focus of ours is actually going to be about uh, sustaining the launch of El Alto. But of course, we are also looking at how we can continue to bring new news to it and, and really thinking about how can we innovate in this prestige category as well. Um, so there'll be, be a bit more news on that coming soon. And you recently collaborated with luxury glassmaker Lalique uh, on another customized bottle. I think there's like 299 bottles released worldwide at $7,500 a pop. Can you talk about that uh, that partnership? Absolutely. It's our actually the third in our um, in our series of uh, of Lalique, um, and uh, but this is the one that's produced in in probably the lowest volume. So it's it's actually the one of the rarest tequilas uh, in the world. As you said, there's only 299 bottles available globally. Um, and this is a fantastic partnership between Patron and Lalique. These are really two master craftsmen and artisans who, who are at the top of their game wanting to show you know, what you can do with beautifully raw, beautiful raw ingredients. So Lalique obviously does that in its, in its crystal decanters. Um, and then Patron is able to do that in our tequila. Um, so the actual, the final liquid of, of Lalique is, is actually a blend of 14 different types of extra Añejo tequila um, blended together to create an incredibly rich and complex taste. So between the El Alto Prestige Tequila launch and the new Lalique series, will we see the Patron brand start making a bigger play in the luxury market in general? I think we're always looking at how we can continue to innovate uh, and, uh, and, and be you know, part of, uh, of our consumers' lives. And I think luxury will continue to, to play a big part of that for sure. Um, doesn't always have to be at the, the price points of a Lalique. Um, you know, I think there's more accessible luxury as well. And, you know, Patron will continue to kind of lead the way in that uh, in that innovative thinking. And sustainability has become a key goal of the spirits industry. What is Patron doing to encourage sustainability in the tequila sector? Yeah, it's it's really exciting. And I, I would say, you know, it's a continuous journey as well for Patron. So we have a couple of things that we do already um, at the Hacienda. So some of the highlights are, um, you know, recycling all of the agave after it's been used in the um, in the distillation. We actually recycle that we have a big composting uh, area at the Hacienda where we recycle and, and compost those uh, those fibers and use them uh, then as compost for um, uh, for new agaves to grow, um, feeding them. And in fact, we actually take on agaves from other distilleries uh, as well and, and help compost and recycle those. We also recently installed a state-of-the-art water treatment um, facility that allows us to reuse the water, um, uh, you know, using it for the cooling of the uh, distillation towers and also for cleaning of the lines. Um, we reforested and donated about 16,000 trees to the local community. 
Um, and then we also are one of the largest employers in the region, having over 2,500 employees who work at, uh, at Patron's Hacienda. You know, we have a, a long-term vision to not only be the best tequila in the world, but also the best tequila for the world. Um, so we know it's a journey. We know that there's uh, a lot of steps that we have to continue to take, um, but we're, we're excited to be on that journey and to, uh, to continue to evolve and become more sustainable. Patron has been making some noise in the Web3 world. Last year, you launched a first ever NFT that unlocked a bottle of the limited edition Patron Chairman's Reserved in a handmade crystal decanter. And then you followed up with a metaverse activation in Decentraland, where consumers can participate in this immersive tequila cocktail quest. Does Patron have a Web3 strategy or right now are you just testing the waters to see if you can build a community around the brand? I think we have a history and a strategy of being innovators again, and whether that's physical product innovations like El Alto or La Leak, which you already called out, uh, or Web3 innovations like the NFT, which we did with Chairman's Reserve, where we were the first tequila NFT uh, ever to be uh, to be presented to the market, or the, the summer hangout uh, that we did in the metaverse. You know, we have a long history of being innovators. And what we do from a brand point of view is we, we ensure that we have sufficient spend in our, in our kind of proven growth drivers that we know will, will drive the brand forward. Um, but we also have a, uh, have a pretty you know, good allocation of funding that we're able to put into these test and learn ideas and to see how we can connect more deeply with, with consumers and um, perhaps new consumers that we wouldn't necessarily always be reaching with our traditional marketing methods. So yeah, we have a, a strategy of innovation and, and testing and learning and, and constantly evolving um, with, uh, with consumers and, and trends that we see are happening out in the real world. The demand for tequila has resulted in agave shortages, higher production costs, and external threats such as alternative agave spirits from Mexico, Australia, the U.S., and other countries. Are you concerned that the rising interest in these agave alternatives might be a threat to the tequila market? I would say that from a Patron point of view, we, we feel confident that consumers will always come back and look for quality and authenticity. Um, you know, we know that there's a lot of uh, additives already being used in other brands, um, glycerin, vanilla flavorings, even food colorings to make the, the tequilas look darker. Um, and ultimately, you know, what we what we predict is that consumers will actually come back to those tequilas that are really naturally made, 100% um, using only three ingredients, the water, agave, and the yeast. Um, you know, this is really important for consumers to know what's in the products that they consume. And it's interesting because we're seeing it really um, peaking interest with the uh, with the on trade and with our bartenders right now. And we expect that more and more consumers will start to get interested as well, and that it'll become a growing trend in the future. So how do you see the tequila category evolving in the next five years? Again, I think, you know, consumers will start to really look for the real thing. Um, not to be too pointed, but tequila shouldn't really taste like a vanilla cupcake. Um, you know, <laughs> that's not natural. Um, so I think as more consumers start to, you know, explore the category, start to explore brands, how tequila is made, what should real tequila taste like, et cetera, I really think that they will start to come back to high quality, authentically produced tequilas like Patron. Um, you know, we see that happening more and more with bartenders who are actually coming back to the brand, wanting to, you know, rediscover Patron. And I think consumers will do the same thing. So what can we expect from Patron this year that you can talk about? 
<laughs> we've got some um, we've got some fantastic innovations that are coming up. Um, so I can't wait for those to uh, to come out into the market, and really, um, you know redefine what what premium prestige tequilas can be um, and and how you can achieve beautifully smooth sweet flavor profiles again using only natural ingredients so you're not um, gonna throw me a bone huh no i can't sorry <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna uh, continue our uh, our partnership with formula one and with uh, the race car driver checo perez um and then you already called it out as well continuing to focus on music and uh, and our partnerships there so DJ, my final question is the luxury item question, which I ask all my guests. So if you were stranded on a deserted island and you can only have one luxury item with you, what would that luxury item be? It can't be any form of air transportation or water transportation to get you off that island or even anything that requires mobile service so you can call someone to get you off that island. It's just you, lots of sand, some palm trees, miles and miles of ocean, what would that one luxury item that you would like to have with you? I should probably say something very smart that would help me with my survival, but I have to admit that my one luxury item would, would probably be perfume. I, um, I started my, my career in perfume um, and it really piqued my interest in, in the, the brands, the, the way that the perfume is made, how it makes you feel, et cetera. And, uh, and I think, you know, for me, it's just one of my, core luxury items that that I need to have obviously also bring Patronal Alto but uh but <laughs> sip it <laughs> if I can bring two <laughs> sip it slowly and and uh, so it lasts a long time exactly DJ Hagman vice president of marketing at Patron Tequila thank you so much for joining me on the luxury item thank you very much for having me that's it for this episode of the luxury item podcast thank you so much for listening if you found this useful and entertaining, I would be really grateful if you can share it with a friend or colleague. I would love it if you subscribe so you never miss an episode. And while you're there, be sure to rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. It really helps other listeners find us. The Luxury Item Podcast is a production of Silvertone Consulting. I'm your host, Scott Kerr. Until next time. <laughs> <laughs>